0: test test 1 2 <clears throat> hi um i don't know what 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 this is what i'm doing right now but I, I i i've i've i'm trying to experiment i suppose um with content i guess i don't know uh i, I suppose for the sake of of whatever this is um it's more so just me um I wouldn't say vent, Um, but it's more so, I guess, you know, just to really say what's on my mind. I suppose that's what venting is, but, I don't know, essentially, really, in a realistic sense, it's just me, sitting alone in my room, talking. Um, Well, where to begin? Well, I guess to start things off, I suppose I can provide a bit of a piece of um, information as to where I'm at in my life right now. I'm 23 years old. God, I'm 23. It's weird. I feel like once you reach your 20s, you feel like... You know the world is your oyster. The sky's the limit. You can essentially do whatever your heart desires, but <clears throat> I don't know i I feel nothing. It's not to say that I don't have any goals or i um I don't have any plans with my life i just i feel I feel stuck i suppose i feel I feel like i'm I'm dwelling in something I spend most of my days now writing songs and designing cover arts artwork for myself or friends or I design promotional pieces or posters and you know it's all fine and dandy and it's very very fun very fun to do, you know? It's my passion. I've, I I love making art when I can. But once all that's said and done, you know, once the song's complete, once the, the piece is, is, is finished and, and, and sent out to whoever uh, requested my services, I'm left alone again. I don't know. you know, for a long time. I haven't been feeling so hot. And by that I mean I haven't been feeling adequate. I guess that's a a way to put it. I wouldn't say I'm depressed per se. You know, I feel like that's a bit of a strong... Strong stance to be in. I personally consider my depression, I suppose, uh, as inadequacy. Therefore, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, lately I've been feeling, um, I, I, I've I've been feeling rather inadequate about myself, about my life. How I carry myself, I suppose. I will say, I will say, though, comparing to where my life was at maybe two, three years ago, comparing then to now, I feel like I'm in a much more better place mentally, I, I, I guess. I no longer, I no longer abuse alcohol. I no longer drink. Um, I suppose that 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 uh, means I'm a I'm a teetotal. I'm teetotaling. I suppose that's the. I suppose that's the, the way to put it. Way way to describe myself. Essentially, I no longer drink alcohol anymore. I've made a firm stance on uh, on staying away from it uh, even on special occasions like um, for example um, a couple weeks ago it was my brother's birthday um, and a few days before that it was my dad's birthday as well as Father's day um, and I was I was surprised when when my parents were out shopping um, grocery shopping that is And my dad called me to let me know that he bought a a bottle of wine. Um, This is my mother sneezing in the other room. I apologize if you hear that. My father bought a bottle of wine with my name on it. I don't know if you're familiar with that particular uh, brand. I suppose it's a brand, but um, it's just simply named Josh. Um, I've, I've, I, I've had, I've had a bottle of that before, um, last time I had it actually was when, uh, my best friend, uh, Kit, came by for the holidays. Um, we sat in the back yard of her mother's, and, you know, as as we usually do, we partake in the consumption of cigarettes and wine. And she happened to have that particular bottle of wine that night, and we had it. It wasn't good. But, um... But anyways, yes, I no longer drink alcohol. I, uh... I suppose I'm abstinent from it, or teetotaling from it, whatever... A term you would like to use for it. Um, for that. Excuse me. Going back to. Going back to me, you know, having this feeling of inadequacy and feeling inadequate, I've. I felt this. I, I've been feeling this way for a long time. And. You know, should come as no surprise with the assistance of alcohol and and the abuse of alcohol you know y- y- you you if you've ever felt inadequate and you rely on the drink, you become even more inadequate than you initially were and uh and that's where I was in fact uh, a year ago actually um, a year ago today. Actually, yes, a year ago today, I was, um... The last time I drank, actually, it was a very strange night. I'll spare the details, but I, uh, I hooked up with with a friend's ex-girlfriend outside of a bar. Uh, All of us were uh, gallivanting. At one night, and we hooked up. And in the moment, it felt nice, you know, like it, it felt daring. It was, you know, this was the first time for everything. So, like, I felt rather, you know, rebellious, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> if I could use, if if, if I could be used uh, in this scenario, in the moment it felt nice, you know. But afterwards, like I felt incredibly ugly, I, I absolutely hated myself after, you know, just the fact that I even allowed myself to succumb to such ugliness, I'm not that type of person, you know, that, you know, even before I, I abstained myself from alcohol, like, I, I was never the type of person to just throw myself at a person and say, hey, let's make out, or hey, you know, let's, let's, Let's do something risqué. I've never done that. And to my surprise, you know, the night that that I did that, I I, I felt even worse. I felt like, I felt like shit, to to put it bluntly. And it didn't make my depression go away. It made it a lot worse. And I swore after that night, I will never do that again. I will never do something like that again, even with the encouragement. Yes, encouragement of alcohol. I would never do that. I apologize in advance if uh, this is unedited, or it's just audio, rather. Again, I don't know what this is. I don't know what I'm honestly doing as of right now. And by that, I mean, like, what this uh, thing is. I suppose, I, uh, you know, this, this would, you know, I could record something like this because i tend to talk to myself a lot and you know and honestly i have been talking to myself a rather unhealthy amount whether i've mentioned this or not like i'll i'll mention this again um i i'm alone i'm alone and uh <clears throat> It's not to say that I, you know, I've lost touch with friends or I've cut ties with my family. It's weird. Like, I feel as though, even with the accompaniment of my friends and family, I still feel alien. Towards them. I still feel less of whom I want to be. I I I can't relate to anybody. I I I. Lord knows that you know if. By chance, my friends were to invite me on a night out where we gallivant and drive around and listen to music and scream the song lyrics at the top of our lungs as we zip down the freeway at midnight. You know, like I still would feel a, a bit of a detachment towards them. I don't know. Lately, I, 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 uh, I found myself isolating, isolated, excuse me. I've been isolating myself for a long time. The only time I ever go out and socialize, air quotes, and socialize, is if I am out grocery shopping or I'm buying cigarettes. I don't. Waste any time out more than an hour or longer. I mean, for my convenience, you know, to go grocery shopping, you know, there's a Target near my house. I think it would take less less than 30 minutes just to get there and back. Well, minus the and back part, but mostly less than 30 minutes just to get there. But it's mostly just to buy groceries or cigarettes. So that's, that's the only time I'm ever, I'm ever out, you know. Now, do I enjoy isolating myself? Do I enjoy carrying myself this way? That's a question I find myself asking late at night. It is approximately 8.28 a.m. as I'm recording this. I haven't slept. I don't sleep properly anymore. It's not to say that I've, you know... Like, this is recent. Like, I've always had problems sleeping. I've, um... But when I sleep, I don't sleep long. And when I do sleep long, I get uncomfortable, and I wake up earlier than I would like to. The windows are closed, yet I could still hear the birds chirping. I could still hear the cars whizzing by from outside of my house. All that there is at this moment in time is myself, And a pack of cigarettes. To which I will have another one. I had my first cigarette when I was 16 years old. I was out with an old friend, one day after school, and we were to go cruising around with a friend of his, and as we pulled up to his friend's neighborhood and waited for him to come out, he offered me a cigarette, because he happened to have one. He had two, actually, one for him, one for me, so I had my first cigarette, um... When I was 16, yes. You know, before... I would used to think that smoking would decrease my stress. It would alleviate some form of anxiety that I have. Even when I did have a bit of a temporary stint with vaping for a while, I ultimately came back to smoking uh, the Cowboy Killers. Really, Really, when it comes down to it, I have to face the music and say that I suppose I smoke to alleviate loneliness. God knows how long it's been since I've been out with a friend. God knows how long it's been since I've been outside in the daytime, in a public place, lost in a sea of people, seeing faces of whom I will never see again. No, a lot of my time has been spent In here In this room Writing songs Songs that I Either release For the world to enjoy Or songs that Will be kept away In an archive that no one will ever get to see A few nights ago I produced a um an electronic synth wave sounding track. I don't know if I want to add lyrics to it. I'm not quite sure. A part of me wants to leave it as an instrumental. Ergo. I feel as if I will be going back to I suppose my roots 'Cause I've been doing music for about maybe ten years, almost ten years. I've done interviews before where I've, uh, I might have stated where I've I've done music for maybe five years, but it's much more longer than that. I just I just don't think back to those days when I was young, and I and I got into producing music. More so of the fact that I'm not particularly proud with the music I made. Of course, during that time, ten years ago, electronic music was, was at its all-time peak, I suppose. You know, with dubstep and, you know. Um, and that was the wave. That was, that was, the, that was the new wave. I don't particularly look, look back fondly on those days. You know, me being young and getting into music production and, and making all these, you know, bloops and blips and crackles and farts. I've, I've, I, don't, I don't look back on those days fondly. More so, I, I, if I were to think back to those days now, it would be more of a, a bit of a hesitance, I suppose. Well, I should go without saying with anybody who has been doing, you know, their field of work for God knows how long. In my case, again, and I've been doing music for almost ten years. So just really thinking back to those days. It's really hard to, to, to reminisce and think of the good things. But really, <laughs> there isn't a lot of good things to think about. However, I am quite pleased with the progression. Excuse me for that brief pause. I had to put my hair, my headphones on because I could have sworn I heard some crackles. But um but yes, I'm I'm quite quite thankful that I got my start in electronic music or else I wouldn't be doing what I do now. I suppose music has has always been my escape. I've stated this before, and I'm not ashamed to say it now. Music, and art, whatever I do, music, graphic design, writing. It could be, you know, writing in a diary or writing poems. Like, I, uh, I find solace in that. i feel a lot more lucid more free less lonely whenever i i find myself indulging in my in my uh in my activities <sighs> <clears throat> weird to feel lonely. Strange. I could easily pick up my phone and and call a friend, text a friend, talk to somebody, anybody. But I choose not to. And I guess that's that 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 adds more to the loneliness. But hey, you know, I feel as if loneliness inspires, despair inspires, a broken heart makes great art, I suppose. Feel so detached from everyone. I had a death in the family a year ago. <clears throat> it might not mean much to anybody else, but to me, it meant a great deal. It was my dog. Jackson. I, uh... I've had Jackson. Since, I believe, 2011. I was a very... young, naive, and... Lonely child. And then... This lovely dog came into the picture. Full of life, full of energy. I think... Back now... And then... He gave me purpose. He gave me a reason to be a better man. He's, he's taught me to be a better man, to care for others. And when he passed away a year ago, <clears throat> I felt like I lost that purpose. felt like I lost that drive because he was more than a pet he was more than a dog he he was he was like my son he was my son I lost my child. And that made me directionless for a while. But you learn to cope. You learn to carry on. You learn to fight another day. Albeit, if Jackson was still here, he wouldn't be proud of my lifestyle now. But... I don't know. That 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 little dude gave me a reason to keep going with my life. But yet all I do now is dwell on lost time and memories all the while I write songs about Having fun, enjoying life, celebrating the act of love and being in love, and all things opulent. I have a new album out. It's called Crystal Cabaret. That album is full of opulence. Full of fun, full of love, dancing, celebration. Two years in the making. That album took two years in the making. And yet even so, even with all these fantastic songs that I think are fantastic, written in the perspective of a man who is living his best life, that exact same man is dying inside. That same man is lonely. That same man lingers on the past. The last song on Crystal Cabaret is called Always and Forever. Always and Forever was written back in 2017. I was going through My book of letters that were never sent, pages of poems, pages of song lyrics that have never seen the light of day until now. Always and forever was one of them. And that was written for an ex-girlfriend. i uh during the making of of Crystal Cabaret there was a there was a brief moment in time when said ex-girlfriend got in touch with me. We spoke on the phone first night, she calls. I recognize her number, but I don't pick up. She leaves a voicemail. Coincidentally, as I imported that voicemail onto my computer, the file explicitly says, in his title, excuse me, It is explicitly titled, and I'm not making this up, Voicemail 143. Now that voicemail... Well, no. That file name, rather, was rather jarring to me. Because there is a significance to that number. And it should go without saying that 143, you know, is cheese-speak of I love you. Quite cheesy. I didn't, I didn't title it that. I, I didn't give it that name. It, it was simply 143. As it was imported into my computer. So, when I saw that, when I saw that name... It I. I was taken aback because it was almost as if it was it was too good of a coincidence to not include it on the album. So, months go by after uh, we speak, and months go by after that voicemail has been sent from ex-girlfriend. I reach out to her. Asking for her permission to include it on the album. Ultimately, I never used it. I never included it. The song exists. It's done. It's produced. And it could be potentially ready to go. I could put it out if I so wish desired. But I don't want to. Because it's too real. That, and, you know, more so of of a respect of privacy for her, you know. So, you know, coming full circle, I revisit this poem called Always and Forever. And I include that on the album as its closer. Because admittedly, This ex-girlfriend still holds a true significance to my art. She is, and has been for a long time now, an inspiration to my work. She's inspired me to write countless songs, and... (sighs) Revisiting Always and Forever, you know, just reading back to... Those lyrics, verbatim, as I sang them, those were, those were left untouched. And to give context as to why it was never uh, sent, I never sent this to her, but there was a time where early in the year of 2017, she had to go away for a few months, to a boarding school, and we we weren't able to see each other. And our only means of of contact and communication was through letters. So, you know, she'd send a letter, I'd send one back, and vice versa. Whenever I did get a letter from her, my letters in response included a, a poem or song lyrics, you know, just just a bit of an encouragement, you know, just to, you know as as to say like hey, I know we're far away right now and we can't see each other for a while, but I'm constantly thinking of you. Here's a poem. Here's a song I wrote. Hope you like it. But always and forever never got to her. Because it was too personal. It was too downcast and and it, you know, it it just reflected how I felt. At that time. So, I felt that Always and Forever was a more suitable replacement to Voicemail 143. You know. And I feel like it's a bit of a perfect closer to an album, for that not only, you know, I feel as if there's there's a there's a dual reference in that song, you know, with the album being more so, you know, about having fun at this glamorous party at the fictional Crystal Cabaret, my fictional Crystal Cabaret. Excuse me, there is a there is a nightclub with that exact same name. To my surprise, I didn't know, but um, anyways. At this Crystal Cabaret, this, this, this fictitious, fun nightclub, full of opulence and glam. You know, you are, you're having fun, you're dancing, you're experiencing life. To end the album on, you know, with the lyric, you know, Let me get a good luck of you before you go. When you're coming back, we will never know. You know, it's like almost telling uh, these guests at this party, you know, When are you coming back? I hope you return so we could have another fun night of dance and celebration. But that's that's the first reference I, I, I took. But another reference, of course, it is blatantly obvious, towards this ex-girlfriend. Let me get a good look of you before you go. When you're coming back, we will never know. But I'm not going to stop you. It's your life. Live it how you want to. Just know... <clears throat> Just know that I want you when you return. I'm serious. Verbatim. That's, that's an actual poem that I wrote back in 2017. And it never got to see the light of day until now. I don't know where I plan to take... Her inspiration from here, I don't know if, if I want to even continue writing songs about her because, quite frankly, I think it's overdone. And, essentially, it's like beating a dead horse, and I don't want to do that. But God damn it, she meant the actual world to me. I wanted almost everything from her. She was my everything. But you know, God bless her. Wherever she may be, whatever she be doing now, God bless her. I hope that she does well in whatever career she's in, whatever she decides to do, or whatever she is doing. God bless her, you know? But I'm not going to sit here and lie to myself and say that like I'm 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 not dwelling I I'm not lonely because the truth is I am. But as I've mentioned prior comparing myself now to back then when the inadequacy was a lot more worse i feel like as if i'm doing quite better or i or i am at least trying to hmm? it is 8:53 now and i feel as if this recording has gone on for way too long, and I apologize for those who decided to leave in the midst of all this rambling, this senseless rambling, I apologize. I don't quite know what this is or what I want to do with this any further. However, I do want to continue this some other time. Perhaps, you know, it would be a lot more easier for me to like vent out whatever is on my mind or or you know not necessarily you know do a whole podcast type thing because quite frankly i don't know if this would even be considered as a podcast if so hey well not not too bad doing doing this by myself you know i would just I don't know, maybe I'd like to do this some other time. Speak to the void. Speak my heart out. Even if I'm alone, I'd, I'd, I'd like to do this another time. Well. That being said, I think think now's a good time to wrap things up. It's almost nine in the morning. I still haven't slept. It's five minutes to nine, uh, and uh, I, think, I think I will end it here. So, thank you to those who have stuck around and decided to listen to my nonsensical ramblings. I hereby appreciate it, and I, uh, I thank you. Bye-bye.